Welcome to another Solid Rock Church podcast by Bishop Larry Ragland, Senior Pastor of Solid Rock Church. For more information and content, please visit solidrockchurch.com. I want to go back to a couple weeks ago when we talked about base camp, when it was a time for rest and a time to refuel, a time to to um, mentally and physically prepare yourself. I really feel like God has given us this season, however long it is, and I do not know. I believe He's showing us things and allowing us to feel things. Everybody's not going to hear or see. I hope you do. I'm honored to be a part of that spiritual outpouring. But we need to get ready. You need to take this time to evaluate your life and yourself and where you are and what you're doing and mentally and physically prepare for what is coming. What is coming? I don't know. He hasn't told me, but I can look around in the environment. I can see our world today and know that it's probably not going to be spectacular, at least some of it. It may be hard. It may be trials. It may be scary. You may be tempted to quit. Don't do it. Don't do it. God has not given us this great outpouring to waste. To just sit back there on our phones and just, oh, yeah, we, you know, it's like that pretty much every week. Come on, people. we got to tap in. You have got to tune in to what God is trying to tell us and show us. Don't take advantage of this move. Don't take advantage of this outpouring. There are things you are going to need. And God is trying to make it easier for you by strengthening you. Amen. My mind goes to the ten virgins. Come on. Some of them had the wisdom to prepare and some of them did not. And you all know what happened at the end of that story. We're going through something. We're going to go through something more than what we're already going through. I don't want it to be tough, but it's probably going to be a little tough. But God is trying to help you. He's trying to help each and every one of us. You not only have to look out for yourself, but you've got to pull somebody up or somebody out of something that is near you. It may be a family member. It may be a co-worker. It may be a person you literally cannot stand. But we have got to be sensitive to the move of God. He's doing something, and we don't fully understand it. But He is revealing pieces of it to some of us, the ones who want to listen. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And I loved what you said about the school of the prophets. When you started talking to him, that's the first thing that came into my mind. And it so often comes into my mind in reference to Jim. For years I've heard the school of the prophets, the school of the prophets, the school of the prophets. And I don't know what that means, how it unfolds, what's going to happen. 
But I, God speaks to you, Jim, and He gives you words, sometimes of encouragement and sometimes of correction. And it's not easy, I'm sure. Nobody wants to have to go stand before, before someone and give them a hard word. But when God has called you, right? Yes. So church, this isn't a rebuke. It's just another reminder. Take advantage of these surfaces. I feel like I feel like I'm sitting at a long banquet table and I'm feasting. And honestly, I'm not just feasting, I'm gorging. I feel like I'm trying to cram as much as I can in to prepare. We know what the bear does before hibernation. Well, I'm not going into hibernation. I may be going into high gear, whatever it is. But I want to be ready, right? Yes. So hallelujah. That's right, girl. And you're going to be one of the prophets because you already are. So I imagine you'll be in the school of the prophets when it happens. Well, then you need to get off the stage and go over and stand in the prophet circle because that's the gift of God that's on your life, prophet of God. Get up here and get up here right now. Okay, I have no idea what I'm about to say, but I can't. My heart is just pounding, so God has just been reminding me of some things from my childhood. And I don't even... You know, I don't even know if y'all know me and Alex are not with kids' class anymore. But God has been showing me things, things that happened in my childhood. The times of me being on my face, laying before God as a child, laying on my face before God as a young teenager. And I need to see that if you are wondering about your child, you're wondering where they are, maybe, I don't know, if you even have a little tiny idea that you're wondering where they are in their spirit life you need to pull them out of class you need to get them down here and they need to be down here every single Sunday with you and they need to be in this because it's not just for us grown ups it's not just for us teenagers because that is where I got the Holy Spirit and I was up in the altar every single chance that I could and I will never I I would not be able to be the person that I am today but I've been asking God God just bring me back to my childhood the things the prayers that I had as a child but I don't see that anymore in these this youth in these children and they've got to be down here in this because they are they're the the biggest part of this revival in this next generation so they've got to be down here and I don't know if they have to just be out of kids class and they're just gonna have to be down here with you I don't know make them come up here make them be in the altar yes yes because I'm telling you, it is so important. Because as a kid, I felt it. I feel the same things that I feel now. Right. As a child, that's how I learned to pray. That's how I learned to worship. So we got away from this. And I love how we have these organized classes. And it's so great. But when I was a kid, I didn't have that. Um, so I, we, were, we had to be in worship. And when worship was over, we eventually got to go back to class. And we did something back in there. But we were in worship. Yes. And I don't know if you have any, any little tiny wonder of what's going on with your kid and you don't know where they are in their walk, you need to get them down here. Or you do know and you feel like they, they're saved and they are, they're walking through, they're doing what they need to be doing. Just get them down here and bring them out here. It doesn't matter what age. Say it. It doesn't matter what age, but I just had that. My heart was literally just about to beat out of my chest. My God. 
that I had to come up here and say that, but God has literally been just showing me, reminding me and showing me these times of when I got down on my face in worship. I mean, from a young child, he's reminded me of these prayers that I used to pray when I was in my room. And that's when I was down there on the the ground. And I said, God, I just want to be like I was when I was a child again. God, just all these distractions and these things that are in my life now. God, I love my family. But God, just remind me of when I was a child. And it was so pure. And I just was coming after you, God. Just bring me back to that, Father. So, So get your kids down here. I'm thankful for the class, but they might need to be down here. They, might, they, I, they do need to be down here. They do. They do. They do. Listen, don't miss this moment. If your child is in this room with you, get them down here right now. Get them down here right now. Teach them. Get down beside them. Teach them how to kneel. Teach them how to lay before the Lord. Sandy, Sandy, listen to me. I know I'm your husband and all of that. But right now I'm speaking prophetically to you. You cannot walk without understanding your call anymore. That's why God told you through your pastor, right now I'm your pastor, to stand amongst the the women of God, the women prophets of this house, the prophetic anointing, because that school of the prophets that is so heavy on you because of the word that was given to him is also on you. Because these women that are standing around you, they need to hear what's in your spirit. They need you to pour into them. Okay? So it's time for you to walk in that gift and that mantle that's on your life. The children of God, come on, give us some worship music. Give us some worship music. Come on, come on, let's worship the Lord. Teach them how. Come on, adults, get down on your knees with them and show them how to pray. Show them how to pray. Don't wait on Pastor Larry to show them how to do it. Because I don't live with them. Show them how to get down on their knees and pray. You get down there with them. Show them how to lay before the, in the presence of God. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Where's the teenagers at? Teenagers, get on your face. Teenagers, get in the altar. Where's the teenagers at? Are they your children? They ain't got to be babies if they're your children. Get them up here and teach them how to pray. Teach your teenagers how to pray. Oh, yeah. Come on. Push in, church. Push in, young people. You're the ones that's going to see the visions. You're the one that God's going to prophesy through. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Prophesy, young daughters and sons. Hear the voice of the Lord. Go in. Go in. Go in. Go in. Go in. Now I need the elders and the prophets and the and the prayer warriors and the prayer team to come in behind them. Come in behind your children. Come in behind the children of this house and begin to pray. Show them that you're for them. Show them they're not just somebody. They're not just a number. Come in. Put your hands on their backs. Pray for them. Come on. Just begin to speak over their lives. This is not the next generation. This is this generation. Oh, God, we thank you. Let them encounter you, God. Let them encounter you, God. Oh! 
altar, at the altar, at the altar, at the altar, at the altar. Push into the altar. Push into the altar. At the altar. At the altar. Push in, push in, push in, push in, push in. Oh, come on, teenagers. There's a fire. There's a revival that's about to happen in the teenagers of this house. Oh, you're going to teach us how to praise. You're going to teach us how to praise. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, you need to be up in here. You need to be up in here putting hands on them. Where's, where's Austin at? Where's Austin? Where's Austin? Find, somebody find Austin. He needs to be up here laying hands on people. Get around here and start laying hands on these people. Okay. When you get released, I want you to start laying hands on people. Because here's the thing. They need to see the prophetic anointing on your lives. They need to see the mantle of the lay hand. They need to begin to identify the apostolic prophetic anointing on their youth pastor. Pray over. Elders of the church, pray over the young people. Lay your hands upon their head and bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Prophets of God, lay your hands on the youth of this house. The fire of God is being released in the youth. The sons and the daughters are going to prophesy. The sons and the daughters, many of those that are in the sons of the prophet, many of those that are in the school of the prophet are in these altars right now. God is raising up the prophets. God is raising up the fivefold. God is raising up the prayer warriors. God is raising up intercessors in our children. God is raising up prayer warriors. God is filling them with the Holy Ghost. Young people, teenagers, let the Holy Spirit speak through you. Begin to speak it in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives you utterance. In the name of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost speak. Holy Ghost speak. Holy Ghost speak. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Raise up the sons and daughters of God. Raise up the sons and daughters of God. Eat up a Sunday. Oh, yeah. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Oh, he's a good God. He's moving and I miss. He's moving and I miss. Men of Oshanda, men and women of God, don't you become no spectator in this moment. Move under the unction of God. Lay hands upon those that are petitioning God in these altars. It is not a small thing. It is a big thing. This is a big thing. This is a moment. This is a moment. Alex, come in here and lay hands on these kids. Where's Chris McCombs at? Where's Chris McCombs at? Get out here, man of God. Start laying hands on these young people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are the prophets? Where are the elders? 
Where are the pastors? Come on, pastors. These are the sheep of God. Lay your hands on the sheep. Lay your hands on the sheep. Woo! David fought the lion and the bear when he was a boy. When he was a boy. When he was a boy. David was anointed king when he was a boy. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo! This is your sons and daughters. This is your sons and daughters. I pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. They got that seasoned anointing. They remember when they were a boy. When they see the youth come, they are refreshed and they are renewed. They are reminded, I was young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging for bread. The youth inspire and ignite the old the youth refresh our anointing this church has got some elders this church has got some old folks I know you don't like that word but you're old I'm old but I was young and now I'm old listen just cause you're old don't mean you have to wander in the wilderness God has called you to be a Joshua and a Caleb. Woo! Just cause the old the folks gave up and didn't make it in. There was a Joshua and there was a Caleb. I got news for you old folk. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how feeble your bones are. I don't care how many failures you've gone through. How many things have slid through your fingers like sand on a beach. And you all you got regret after regret and shame after shame. And you failed and you failed and you quit and you quit. I got a word for you old folks. You are in the house of God today. You didn't walk away when others walked away. God said, that's because you were a Joshua. That's because you were a Caleb. And you still got a mountain to take. You still got a wall to bring down. You still got another war to win. You still got a people to lead in the battle. The rest might not have made it in. Listen. Oh my God, I ain't never heard it until right now. The Holy Spirit just showed me. Ain't it funny? Ain't it funny that when they went into the promised land, there was only a remnant that went in. There was only those that was born in the midst of the wilderness that went in. And there was only a remnant of the ones that were in the wilderness that went in. Only two out of millions. There was a remnant though. There was two. It was just enough. He didn't need no more than two. He just needed one. 
one, but he got two. He got one that would lead and one that would faithfully serve. He had a Joshua and a Caleb. He had a remnant in the older generation. He had a young generation that was born in the midst of the pandemic, that was born in the midst of the chaos, that was born in the midst of the shutdown. Can I get an amen? He had a remnant that was born in the midst of the rebellion. He had a remnant that was born in the midst of the wandering. He had a young folk. He had some young folk. He had some kids. He had some teenagers that was going to school. Whenever temptation known to man is before him, wherever trial and tribulation, wherever distraction has been known to man was pulling them in every direction. But God had a remnant of Joshua and Caleb that led them. Are you hearing me? Oh, folks, listen to me. God is far from through with you. This younger generation that was born in the wilderness needs somebody that's been in the wilderness to show them how to go into the promised land. Don't you give up now. Don't you quit now. Don't you quit now. Don't you quit now. Mamas and daddies, if what you are listening to on the radio, on the TV, on the YouTube, on the podcast is telling you any kind of crap that is pulling you away from being the Joshua and Caleb that God has called you to be. Turn that mess off. Get out of that world. Get out of that world that keeps trying to tell you about this and that and do this and you can't do that. Some of y'all gonna need to refine your voice down to about one or two people that speak into your life and don't listen to nobody else. And the one or two, you better know that you have vetted them in the Holy Ghost. They better be speaking the word of God. They better be speaking destiny. They better be speaking purpose. The moment they start trying to talk about Joe Biden or Donald Trump, find you somebody else. The moment they start talking about Democrat or Republican, find you somebody else. You don't need to listen to nobody gonna try to tell you Democrat, Republican, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Forget that mess. Find you somebody's gonna speak God in your life. Yeah, but my mama, listen, I love your mama, respect your mama. Your mama trying to tell you something that ain't taking you where God told you to take. Love your mama and stop your mama from saying that to you. Especially if you're an adult. There are times in my life I had to look at people that I respect gratefully. I had to look at them. Say, listen, I love you and I respect you, but I can't hear this no more. I can't hear this no more. I can't listen to this no more. Because everything you're saying about me ain't true. That ain't who I am. That's who I was, but that ain't who I am. I ain't got time. You ain't got time to be spending time on this crap. And I'm going to say crap, crap, crap. I'm going to tell you what hit me this morning. I ain't told my wife this. I posted something this week. She knows this. I posted something, I said, I hate that thing that turned all my favorite foods into tasting like nasty sewer dish rags. 
like a dish rag was pulled out of the sewer. And only those that know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I tried to eat a homemade chocolate chip hot melt in your mouth cookie last night and it tastes like I stuck my mouth in the garbage can. I got so mad. I mean, does anybody know what I'm talking about? If you don't, then you ain't get it. But if anybody else had your taste buds messed up so bad, it's nasty. I got so mad. And I'm still mad. Because I like food. I don't just like to eat. I do like to eat, but I like to taste the food. And this morning, I there's this energy drink I drink called a spark. And I drank that energy drink and it tastes like I was drinking sewer water. Now watch this. I said, in my office, before I came out here by myself, I said, God, I'm tired of of things not tasting the way they used to taste. Some of y'all already know where I'm going. And God said to me, I don't want them to taste the way they used to taste. Because what's happening to you in the natural, and I'm hoping God delivered me from it. But God said, I'm letting you taste in the natural what I'm trying to do in the church in the spirit. The things that they used to love, the comfort foods in the spirit realm. Ah, those, those places that we used to go that would satisfy us. Ain't gonna taste like they used to taste. Ain't gonna smell like they used to smell. They're gonna disgust you. Maybe it only helped me. But there's some things about me that I don't want to go back to. There's some things about the church that I don't want the church to go back to. And I think God's teaching us in the natural what he's teaching us in the spirit realm. That there are certain things that churches are still trying to go back to do before, they st- before all this happened. But you know what's happening? It ain't working. It's becoming disgusting to the remnant. They're beginning to see it for what it really was. Religion. Feelings, emotions, working up entertainment. Entertainment driven church is disgusting to the nostrils of God. It's lukewarm. It's neither hot nor cold. And he said the last church, the Laodicean church out of the book of Revelation, that's the kind of church they would try to offer him. And God said it makes, watch this, I ate one of my favorite things in the world last night. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but I'm gonna tell you what, I can make an entire meal out of it. Nothing else but it. Sam's Choice Chicken Salad. I'm telling you what, I can eat it. I can eat it as a meal by itself. It's just, I love that stuff. I took that stuff out, put it on a plate and ate it. And I was like, even this? This is all I had when everyone else was eating all this kind of stuff. Trying to lose weight, trying to do all this stuff. I had this. Disgusting. 
top back on and stuck it back in the refrigerator. And this morning I realized what God was trying to show me. There are, th- there are things that you will go back to in a moment if they still tasted like they used to taste. You'd never get them out of your life. How many's, how many's ever asked God to help you quit smoking? And you find you've been smoking all your life and you finally quit smoking cigarettes. And then somewhere down the line, it might not always happen to y'all. Some of y'all struggle with it most the rest of your life, but for a lot of people, I've had people tell me, I can't believe the thing I used to do every day of my life, all through the day of my life, now now makes me sick to smell. How many's ever been there? Okay. Something that you did every, 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 every day of your life and never thought you'd ever let it lay it down. Now it makes you sick to smell. I'm not judging if you smoke cigarettes. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to use an example. Are you hearing me? That's all I'm doing. And that's God's way of helping you in the flesh to not want to go back to that. Why would I want to do something that's so disgusting to my nose? So I don't know if I'll ever eat chicken salad again. I don't know. I don't know if the Lord ever let me eat it again. I hope he does because, man, I love it. But I'm learning what God's trying to show me. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's one thing that will never taste nasty. What you're eating right now. Maybe God needed to make the things of the natural taste nasty. Even the things in the spirit that you devour to make you want to eat the things that you should be eating this is what revival looks like this is it sometimes but you're the one that I have to ask this do you trust me do you trust me do you trust that if I say something right now this ain't about you okay this ain't another word about you I just want you to ask, I want to ask you do you trust that if I say God is telling me to do something you trust me Jim and Mac, do you trust your pastor? That if I say God just told me to do something radical, do you trust that, that God spoke to me? Mac, Jim, will you trust me? Do you trust me? Okay, all right. I'm just asking you, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Okay, okay, all right, all right. I know 
I know. He had to make sure he could hear me. I wanted to make sure you heard me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Church, do you trust me? Okay. Not trust in me. Because I don't, I don't want you to put your trust in me. Put your trust in God. I'm just asking you. A few weeks ago, in the middle of everything, God just dropped in my spirit. Growth track is over. Something new is coming. Something fresh is coming. We deaconized everybody in the house. We put everybody on the leadership team in the house. Some of you thought it was just pastor being wild in the Holy Ghost or whatever. When those kind of moments happen, you better know that I have not just double checked. I have checked with God 20 times in my spirit before I ever even tell you that I'm even being dealt with anything of that magnitude. And this is another one. Until at least Easter morning, Resurrection Sunday morning. It's only a few weeks. What? How many weeks is that? Three weeks. At the very least till then. I got a feeling it would be beyond then. It's going to create some hardships. I need you to trust me. There will be no children's classes in this church. In any way, shape, or form. Listen to me. There will be no nursery. You will bring your babies in this house. If they need to be changed or fed, you can go to the nursery. For at least three weeks, and it may get adjusted with the nursery and all of that, but that word was so powerful that came from Lizzie. That it began to release something in me. So there'll be no check-in desk on. They will greet you and we will bring children. If people visit our church for the first time, they won't know no better. Okay, so they'll just come in. But hear me. They're not in here to play on their phone. They're not in here to play a game on their iPad. They are in here for you because what has happened is it has become a crutch for you as well. That you have thrown your kids. I, mean, I don't mean this this way because that's a bad way to say it. But you have, you have expected your kids' introduction to the glory of God to be the responsibility of someone else other than you. And the truth is, and I don't mean to be mean sounding when I say this but they're not seeing most of them are not seeing you lead them in worship at their home either the only example that they have of anything worship is someone else for about 45 minutes to an hour showing them what worship looks like so you mama you daddy you grandparents you uncles and aunts you cousins you friends you fellow church members you lead them Ushers, leaders, adults, we will make room in this altar for the children in worship. 
Now, I'm going to tell you something. That don't mean you don't still come to the altar and worship. Because what they need is to worship with you. Okay? So what's that going to look like beyond Easter? I don't know. But I believe on Resurrection Sunday, the glory of God for the next three weeks of this house being in unity and the sons and the daughters prophesying, the old men seeing dreams, the young men, women seeing visions, all in this house together. I believe we're going to see the greatest Resurrection Sunday of salvations and, and pouring out of his spirit that we have ever seen in the history of this church. We'll work out the details later what this looks like. And I'm just being honest with you. I don't have a release after Easter. But I heard the Lord say, until Easter. But I can tell you this, even if we go back to children's ministry, we'll never go back as is because those that go back will go back with a new fire. The kids will go back with a new desire of worship. There will be a new approach to what children's ministry even is in this house. Because it's remnant children's ministry. It's rem They're part of the remnant. Amen. That's pretty big, y'all. That's pretty big. No problem. You're welcome. Jesus. Come on, give him praise. Give the Lord some praise in this house. Hallelujah. Woo. Jesus. We'll worship back to your seat. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't be scared. I just got to take care of some business. Worship back to your seat. Yes. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Set them down. Just set them down. Everybody just go sit down. This all, this all goes to effect right now. Just go sit down. If your mamas and dad, mamas and dads, if your kids are in here, go get them. This retrofitted. Is that the word? No, that's when you do something to a car, right? Retroactive. That's what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> Maybe we are getting retrofitted. Hey, watch this, y'all. I'm going to wait till all the kids are seated. That sounds like James Bond. That sounds just like James Bond, man. Raglan, Larry Raglan. I like I like my church shaken, not stirred. <laughs> some of y'all got it, some of y'all did. Oh yeah, watch this. Got a bunch of kids in here. Hey kids, mamas and dads, take kids to pay attention to the pastor. 
Hey, kids, on the count of three, I want you to scream and yell as loud as you can. Kids, just like you do up there when I can hear you through the walls. Kids, teenagers and kids, if you're in school, in any grade, I'm talking to you. One, two, three, scream. That was pretty weak. I was expecting more kids. Come on, y'all. Kids, act like, act like kids. That's right. One, two, three, scream. That's a little better. Now listen to what it sounds like when mamas, daddies, grandpas, grandpas, grandbabies, children, sons and daughters all scream at the same time. One, two, three, scream. Unity, 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 unity. <laughs> Woo! All right, all right, all right. My Bible is closed. My iPad is closed. It's all good. I got a few things I got to tell you. Men, where's my men at? Where's my iron men at? If you have not registered for King's Table, you need to do it. Go to jamietuttle.com. I can send you the link. Just search for King's Table. It's on the front page. jamietuttle.com. We can put, I don't know if we've got that. We probably don't because I, I, I didn't think we was going to do this. It's my fault. But I, I'll send you the link again this week if you're on our texting service. The code that's been given to fellow pastors, church that are connected with them is the code, the promo code KING. Look at your neighbor tell them I'm a king. Unless you're a queen, make sure you say queen. But, uh, what? We, I just got the numbers. This is by far the biggest crowd we've had since the pandemic. And we ought to give a, we ain't worried about the crowd, but we're just excited about what God is doing in this house. They're coming from the north, south, east, and west. I'm not talking about just the biggest. I'm talking about blew it out of the water. You know what happened? When the, when the elders laid hands on the sons and the daughters last week, something was released in this house. I just had to tell you all that. That's exciting. Listen, we ain't, listen don't, don't you misconstrue that. I ain't like, woohoo, the numbers are growing. No, 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 because it ain't about that. But let me tell you something. When God starts moving, the numbers are coming. Because there's a hungry people looking for something. For the real deal. The code to get 50% off, it goes from like $79 down to like $30-something for is king. You need to reserve that. You will never go to another men's conference like this except Iron Man. Of course, Iron Man's the greatest in the history of, the Iron, of all men's conferences. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But Iron Man will be coming up in August. But we want to take as many men as we can up there. It's going to be phenomenal. Now I want to say one other quick thing. We're going to do our, we're going to get our announcements ready and then we'll do offering and then we'll close the service. I want to say something to you. I wish to God that I could tell y'all right now in the midst of this anointing and this crowd, I won't tell you what's in my head to tell you, but I can't tell you. I'm bound not to tell you, but I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you. That's called a tease. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you, but I can't tell you today. Here's how you're going to find out. You got to connect with me 
because I'm going to make this announcement on my YouTube channel. By the end, everything goes right by the end of this week. But I am bound not to be able to tell you until then. So I don't know if you got that slide up there where you can go to LarryRaglin.tv and you can connect in every way, podcast, YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed and put notifications on there, you, you may be one of the last ones to know. But let me just tell you something. It is huge. It is huge. Giving God the glory of what I'm going to tell some folks because it's going to be, it's going to touch the nations. It's going to touch the nations. So, LarryRagon.tv, you'll see there. Just, just make sure you subscribe. Just subscribe to everything, but especially the YouTube channel, and you'll know about it, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, and, and I want to say this, too, about the King's Table Conference. I've been told that it's filling up, and they will run out of tickets. So don't wait too long. Amen?